2: Welcome, everybody, to a late night edition of All Hang Up and Listen. Tampa Bay forces game six in an exciting back and forth game. Uh, three to two with a game winning goal from uh, Andre Polat who's been a huge, huge, huge glue guy uh, for the Tampa Bay Lightning in these playoffs. Uh, guy has, I think he's 11 goals. Uh, to this point, which I think uh, leads the NHL. I want to say he leads the NHL in in playoff goals right now. But I am joined by producer Steve and, of course, none other than the beautician himself, Ryan Drey from the Instigators podcast. Boys, thanks for hopping on for me late tonight. I know it's uh, sometimes it can be a little tough to stay up for uh, for these late ones, but I appreciate you hopping on.
1: I mean, you say that sometimes, but not this series. I could watch this series every single goddamn night. For the rest of my life, like two titans just going at it, just dueling to the death. I, I, I could, I kind of want one of those like divisional seasons again, where these two just have to go up against each other forever. I don't know what kind of geographic division you'd make, where these two have to match up every night, but I don't care. Make it happen, right? Uh, yeah, it could just be the Kings and then the Scrubs, and that's the other thirty teams in the league. <laughs> just, oh my God, this series is incredible. I don't ever want it to end, but I know it has to. Oh, my God. So good.
0: Jerry? Yeah, it's it's been really entertaining hockey. And, I mean, tonight I think we saw obviously the tightest game of the series so far, barring the overtime win, where even in that game, though, I felt like it just felt like Colorado was going to win the whole time. Like, they were they were so good in game one. They came out flying and tampa was able to withstand a lot of that because of vasilevsky game two they got floored and give credit to tampa like they've they're tampa like i don't Mm -hmm. feel like anybody should be surprised with what we've we've witnessed here because of what they've been able to do on a run that's you know getting into pretty historic territory here if they can win game six and come back from three one down and win game seven and win three straight cups for the first time since the '80s. Uh, the '80s uh, Islanders that won four straight—they were the last team to win three. Um, it's it's incredible what this team can do. What, just when you think Colorado up three-one, they're going back home high altitude, which we heard some of the Tampa players complaining about mm-hmm. um, when they went back home—the the altitude getting to them, and for them to come in, you know, I think a lot of people wrote Tampa off um because of what we've seen colorado do particularly on home ice and up 3-1 heading back home just felt just felt like to a lot of people i think including myself even going into the game a little bit it just almost kind of felt and i feel a lot of people wanted it to be predestined that colorado would would put tampa away to the delight of a lot of hockey fans that have had to watch that team put their team out over the last couple years Man, that team, it's just incredible what they're able to do with their backs on the mat. It it almost defies explanation. Like they just have so many guys that have been there, done that. Palat, again, a guy that they drafted in the 7th round, you know, steps up huge for them again. He's going to he's going to cash in this off-season. Oh uh, my god. I've already
2: seen people joking, but not so much joking that he's going to be a – he's going to be brewing by by
0: day one of free agency, which, you know. Yeah. (laughs) No. It feels like it, right? It feels like a good fit for him, right? Um, But for right now, what he continues to do for that team is um, kind of part of the second wave, right? You think of Tampa and you think of Hedman, Stamkos, Kucherov, Point, who still hasn't played, which – is another thing that really factors into what I feel might be some trouble for Colorado here. I tweeted out, you know, is is that game winning goal that Kemper let in going to be the moment that we look back on collectively in a few days time and say, that was the moment that it got away from them because we've seen all of us over the last two seasons and into this run, look what just happened to the Rangers. Up to nothing, our buddy John Lazarus feeling pretty good. <laughs> yeah, early on in that series, you cannot give Tampa gifts like this. You cannot do it with this team, and and I don't say That's that so about good. Colorado because they haven't won. You cannot do this stuff. This team has proven that when you give them an inch, they always take a mile. And now the team playing in Mile High City might be in a lot of trouble because point is getting closer. Vasilevsky, we know what he can do when he gets locked in and starts feeling it. Man. And he locked in tonight. Uh, he, he was locked in. The second goal that went in was not very good. But here's the thing. Vasilevsky does that very rarely. Two of the goals, the Kucherov power play goal, it's I mean, filthy. that's a ripper. You know, filthy. Martin Brodeur's not stopping that. Um, The other two, though, including the game winner, where he does not have proper hold of his stick. And Dwayne, you're, you you break this down for me, guys. You guys are the goalie experts. He does not have proper grip of his stick, and it gets caught on his pad as he goes in from the VH push to try and get over there, and he would have stopped that shot if he doesn't get his stick tangled up with his pads. Just poor technique, and he let in a soft goal, and the first goal that Ruda scored was soft, too. You just cannot that, do this stuff you, with Tampa. I don't
2: care. They, they said that shot was coming in 95 miles an hour, but no screen in front of you. It was far out on a, on a rough angle. Uh, I mean, you're an NHL goaltender, man. Like, you, you have to make
0: that save. I agree. I agree. I, I just – Again, like it it might, it might seem like, you know, a little melodramatic and, and counting Colorado out, which, which we, we shouldn't give them, give them due respect to. But like I said, they've not won yet. And when you give a team that has the experience that this Tampa team does something like that, a moment like that to get life out of in, in your building, when you could have hoisted the cup tonight, I don't know it. It just feels – it just feels soul-crushing almost, you know, because it's Tampa. Like, man, I, I hope – like, I don't care who wins. I think both teams are a great story, and there's great guys to follow on both teams. You know, Bo and Byram coming back from almost having to retire – all the things and crap that Nazem Kadri's had to put up with in these playoffs, comes back from an injury, big OT winner, Stamkos with all the success he's had on the other side after breaking his leg and having the blood clot issues a few years ago. Like there are guys Pilat, a seventh round pick that came out of nowhere. There's guys to like on both teams. I just, I really kind of hope having said all that and I, I don't care who wins, I hope that we don't look back on tonight as the moment where Colorado let it all slip away because of that goal that their goaltender let in. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It, it just feels a little dire now. I, I don't know what you guys think.
2: For, for me, if 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 they go back, because uh, game six is in Tampa, correct?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So if they go back to Tampa and win win game six, I think the series is over. Personally, I just think you, you 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 give that team all that momentum. Um, you, you all that momentum you get Vasilevsky locked in, and you, like you like you said, you you he's the best goalie in the world. I, I mean, Chasierians a close second, but he's the best goalie in the world still, in my opinion. And if you guys if you give that team momentum offensively and have uh, Vasilevsky locked in and focused and have two good games, two wins under his belt, going into an elimination game. I mean, for me, it's just like, you know, I'm putting mama eggs in the Tampa Bay basket.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, the Stanley Cup, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. We know the Avalanche can sprint. They're one of the fastest fucking teams in the league. You watch them every night. Those guys are just whizzing by pretty much everyone they get up against. But, I mean – Tampa Bay's got a player like Pat Maroon, who's not the fastest skate on the ice, but he's still hanging with their fourth line. He's still making stuff happen with Riley Nash, of all people. You know, like Mm -hmm. like some of the glue guys that are in the depth of the Tampa Bay Lightning, like you forget that they're there. And and let's not forget that the greatest storyline of this uh, three-peat could be Corey Perry finally breaking the Stanley Cup final curse. That he's been uh, suffering through for the past two years. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, if you can't beat him, join him and let's hope it works out for him.
2: Remember Marion Hosa? <laughs> oh,
1: Marion yeah. Hosa
2: was in yeah. the, the Stanley Cup finals three years in a row before he finally won one.
1: Yeah, maybe third time's to try him again. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, ultimately, Tampa Bay knows that to hoist a Stanley Cup, it's a marathon, it's an endurance contest. It's not about who blinks first. It's about who stays up the longest. And given the fact that they've already done it twice and they're, you know, it's not over until it's over. Like, yes, every game now is an elimination game for them, but if they can win it at home in game six, it's literally anybody's series Tuesday night. Anyone could take it. Uh, And you know
2: what? You know, going back to what, uh, you know, Ryan was saying earlier, um, you think about it they've been to the finals for the last five seasons with, if you take away when they were swept by Columbus, I think it was in the first round, they've literally, they've literally been to the finals for the last five seasons. So in five seasons, they've essentially played what? Like nearly six seasons of hockey in five years. That's bananas. Yeah. That's absolutely bananas. Like no, no team, you know, going back to again, well, You said Ryan, you know, go back to the Islanders from the 80s, the dynasty, their dynasty team. Like when they won three in a row, it was that it was the Islanders, right? They won three in a row,
0: they won four in a row. Four the row, last yeah.
2: one to do three, yeah. It's which is insane, yeah. So just imagine just the wear and tear that it has on the body, um, just both mentally and physically. Like you see how hard it's been for Braden Point to, uh, to, uh to get back at healthy, you know, who's a huge, huge uh, part of that team, you know, possibly a top five center in the league. And, you know, I think one of the most underrated players in the league personally, for me, I don't think he gets enough credit and very underpaid again, in my opinion, Uh, to not have that guy in your lineup, you know, that's a huge, huge loss. And then Sorelli being, you know, off and on injured, just, you know, all the bumps and bruises that add up, you know, come time for the finals. And now you give Braden point another two days to get healthy. You know, he was on the ice this morning. I remember looking at some of the tweets from the, from the morning skate and people were saying that point looked good out there. They like, they were expecting, it was was almost like they were expecting him to play tonight. And then obviously he was a last second, you know, wasn't out there for warmups, you know, which again, I thought, I thought he, he for sure was playing, but now if, if he was almost ready to play tonight, you can bet your ass he's ready to go and tip a bait uh, in two nights.
1: It's almost an inevitability. And I've been saying it this whole time. We've been uh, watching these games in Discord with my little brother that 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 power play unit where Braden Point is usually in that center slot where Corey Perry's planting himself now. That is what makes that power play so freaking deadly. You've got Victor Hedman clapping from the blue line. You've Mm -hmm. got Kucherov on one side, you've got Stamkos on another, and then if one of those three dudes doesn't beat you, all it has to do is just get tipped off Braden Point in the center, who is not gonna mess up that play. He's just his hands are too good. He just knows he just knows exactly where he needs to be, and he always has his stick on the ice. And yep. I like, I, and I mean, we've seen how important special teams have been in all of these series. So if Braden Point is back in Game Six, I think that's like. Yeah, I mean that you know the Avalanche got their rush back with Kadri, and Kadri was the hero the other night. Good for him, you know. I and that that dude is going to cash in. I have no idea where. I like the theory that I saw that he might end up with the Red Wings. I can honestly see that happening. It would be interesting. I would really enjoy that. But uh, he's going to cash in. Natchukin's going to cash in. Palat ought to cash in. You know, we'd love to see Palat stay with Tampa, but they just they seriously just do not mm-hmm. know. But uh, I again, that's all to say. If Braden points back for Game Six, and he can also play Game Seven, I think that's just what like sets the series over. I think at that point, it's just you know it's Tampa's cup to lose at that point. it and that's that. I mean, that's my opinion. I'm sure somebody doesn't agree with it, but even if we have like a 60% version of Braden Point, that's a dangerous player.
0: Mm-hmm. I, 100%. Uh, like, and and I mean, y- you're right. Like, you you can. I don't know how people could not necessarily agree with that take though right because it is Tampa we're talking about like it's fine if you still think Colorado will win do I still think they can win yeah absolutely they're like let's let's keep they're the ones up in the series here it's just that like when you do this kind of stuff with Tampa and and let them back into a series like this with everything on the line you know I don't know why anybody after watching what we've watched the last two and a half seasons and into this playoff run would go, Oh no, it's crazy to think Tampa will come back and win crazy to think Tampa will win. What are you talking about? Like, look, have you watched what they've done the last two and three quarters playoff runs? Like, and, and Dwayne, you brought up how they've, they've gone to a lot of, you know, long playoff runs and, You know, consider that final that they lost in 2015 to Chicago. Vasilevsky was the backup. He was a rookie that year. Ben Bishop was, remember him, was still the starter in Tampa. And like, you know, and, and then to have them go on and him take the reins and turn into what he's turned into, you know, the guys up here on Overdrive, which is my favorite sports talk radio show in Toronto, you know, Jamie McLennan, who was a longtime goalie in the NHL, he uh, he always refers to uh, Vasilevsky as John Wick. I mean, the the comparison is pretty apt. Like, don't think John Wick is in the grave before he's in the grave because nights like tonight happen. And outside of that softie that went in that ended up getting credited to McCarr, um, he was dialed. And that last 10 minutes... He was unbelievable. All the superlatives that we've thrown out about him over the years, he was all of them and more down the stretch of that game. And and that's why I have paused now on Colorado side of things to go, geez, did they just let something special slip away? Because, you know, guys, if this goes to a Game 7, like, who on earth really is betting on Kemper in that over Vasilevsky in a game seven to win a Stanley cup. I, I would venture to say that if, if you asked most hockey fans right now, it's game seven tomorrow. Your team is in the Stanley cup final. You can have one player before anybody else gets decided on the roster to help you win that game. I would bet Vasilevsky over McDavid whoever would probably top a lot of people's lists and tonight he showed again why yep and uh if I
2: have to bet if I have to bet myself on a game seven of any goalie the last in the last decade honestly I'm gonna take Vasilevsky 10 times out of 10 and twice on you
0: know they you know
2: Monday through, su- Monday through Sunday, twice on Sunday, whatever the stupid cliche Eight, is. Monday
0: through Saturday, yeah. You had a little George Bush moment there. Fool me yeah, once. I did. I
2: did. I did. <laughs> There's <laughs> an old
0: saying in Tennessee. Once, me twice. <laughs> <laughs> Can't, fool me. Can't get fooled again, <laughs> brother. It will be good. No, we it, gotta
1: write we gotta write down all these colloquial sayings for Dwayne so he can just oh, yeah. the book give him that.
0: a list before the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. A list. Yeah. No, I you gotta do that. I, I agree. Like I, I think over the last decade, like you said, the only guy that you'd maybe put in that conversation with him is wh- wh- who Qu- quick. It, yeah. You know, like I man, God, he's just so he's just so good. He's so good. And the team in front of him is pretty good, too. And Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Colorado, I just, yeah, I feel like they've got to take this on the road because when it comes down to Game 7, this Tampa team, they just figure it out. They just figure it
1: out. It's just shut down hockey. I mean, Vas- if Vasilevsky was not a human being, I would say he's literally unbeatable. He's a robot. But we, we're aware that he's a human being with a pulse. We know this. But yeah, I, I still don't completely believe it. I've never been in the same room with the man. You know, I okay. I haven't been able to look under the hood, but, like, from from all accounts, the man is human. He's carbon-based. He could be beat, but I haven't seen it happen yet, at least not in an elimination game, do or die, you know? you just We, hold- have,
2: we have Maniac himself. Uh, abs are going to be in their own heads now. Line have been the better team the last 180 minutes. Can't get
0: fooled again. Fool <laughs> me <laughs> <laughs> once, me you- once. You fool me. You failed me twice. You can't fool me again. (laughs) That's that's a pretty good Bush impression. Yeah. I no, I, and I agree with them. You know, it, it just, and and again, like I, I don't want to seem like I'm, I'm selling Colorado short. They have gone on a historic run here where now they, that's their fourth loss now on this run. Yeah. 15
1: and four in the Stanley Cup.
0: Pretty good. Playoffs. That's pretty damn good. Like they are, and they are the toughest test that Tampa has faced so far with all due respect to the teams that they beat the last two years. Colorado has proven to be a, a speed fueled juggernaut. And unfortunately (sighs) though, they're facing a team that just has so much experience in multiple situations like this. And I I just again I don't care who wins at this point though even down 3-1 I I'm just not going to be shocked if Tampa works this out I just won't be
2: Yeah I uh, 100% agree with you just give you, uh trying to find this real quick
0: Oh is trying to find
1: Are you trying to find that bush quote He's going to play
0: the bush quote Oh, oh no
1: you got the sound off. Tennessee
0: can this says fool me.
1: Here we go. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably Tennessee. That says fool me once. Shame on.
0: Shame on you. Oh my God! It's so much worse than I remember. Hey, fool me, you can't you get fooled fool again. <laughs> he doesn't even attempt to go into the second part of the saying. Nope. it's just uh-huh. like. Fool me once, like he's he's never listened to the Who ever. Oh, it was fantastic! That (laughs) was so much better than I thought.
1: Oh my god,
0: all time! I love too how he starts it by going. There's an old saying in Tennessee. It's in Texas too. I'm sure it's here in Tennessee, and doesn't get it right. Not even. What's also super fun, like weird about that is like the bushes aren't even from Texas. They're from Maine, yeah. So, don't worry about it. That was that was a real life
1: version. That was a real life version of the Michael Scott moment, where he's like, "Sometimes I just start a sentence. I don't even know where it's going. I just, I just keep talking, and I hope I get where I need to be."
0: You, you'd swear if someone like you could sell that to him. He's a human dead. being.
1: He I was once the most powerful man in the world.
0: He, he, he ran, he ran your country for a while. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? you would think that that was a clip from the office like it's just so off the rails and hopefully oh, hopefully it's, things don't get off the rails as a result of tonight for Colorado because I mean this almost feels like we deserve game seven now like mm-hmm. I don't know that tampa team man jeez can we make it a best of ten is that honestly like the hockey and and that's the thing like the game of twenty one so just go. good I I will say, though, uh, again, and I know I know that there's going to be the conspiracy theorists online with the too many men and then the not the non too many men and whatever. I I still just don't understand the NHL and their position on refereeing and why they just I know why they can't. But there's just this non admission of guilt almost where. They're like, oh no, we call the games the exact same from September in the preseason to game five of the Stanley Cup final. (laughs) No, they don't, man. And I said to my girlfriend's dad who watched the game with me, I don't know if, if there was a new hockey fan that had just started watching the sport in the room with me. I don't think I could actually tell them what a penalty is. I... I have no – I've been watching this sport since I was graced onto this earth, and I feel like I know less about the rules now than I did when I was an infant. I have no idea what a penalty is. Can you tell me? Like, I don't – the Makar rush in particular. A couple years ago, Johnny Goudreau got his finger split apart by Jordan Stahl, and they're like, we got to crack down on slashes in the hands gotta do it and for the first like three months of that following season everything if your stick was within a meter of a guy's glove you were getting called kale mccarr puts together one of the most sensational individual rushes from a standstill to split the defense creates a breakaway and he gets a stick right up in his hands and bobbles the puck yeah no call like what's a penalty I, you remember? Hey, you remember? I have no idea. You remember
2: when? It, what was it Mark with Mathot? Like, uh, whose finger? Whose finger got chopped off? Was it, it was, Mathot by was, Crosby? Yeah, it was Crosby. Yeah, it was. The, I, I was thinking Crosby got a really bad. No, it was. It was. It was, it was M- M- Crosby on Mathot. Like, you remember
0: that shit? Like, that was fucking wild. And and later that season, Crosby rearranged Ryan O'Reilly's um manhood, if you will. <laughs> and didn't get anything for that either. <laughs> but you can't suspend Sidney Crosby, so no, you can't. It's impossible.
1: I, I kind of <laughs> feel like the officials are using that old definition of pornography. It's like, I can't quite define it, but I know it when I see it. Except they just don't always see it. Yeah. So that's kind of like uh, most have missed it. Yeah. It's a fast-paced game, guys. You know. <laughs> You know, yeah, we're not the so NFL. Not we're not gonna we're here. not gonna dissect the play with ten different replays in slow motion from like five different angles yeah. for two minutes. You know, oh, wait. So, we so, are, like, and we're still gonna get the call wrong.
2: This is a real the thing. controversy around the uh, um, the controversy on the Kaji goal in in game four. Like that to me was like absolute insanity. It's just like. That play happens all the time, every night on a regular season slate. That play happens, maybe not overtime, maybe just in regular in, in regulation. But you know that happens all the time. And you know the way Cooper kind of went off. It's just like, dude, like <laughs> if this was just in a normal game during regular season, you wouldn't even give a shit. Like you would. He you was were,
0: crying.
2: Yeah, like you, you, like you know what I mean. Like Lindy Ruff didn't make that big of a stink in during no goal in '99. Clearly, well because you know, we didn't have the replays that we had, you know, you know, that back, I'm sure he would have, but it's a, you know, it, it, you know, y- you still should have stopped Kadri who was coming in alone against three of your, three of your players. You didn't. And then Vaskoloski didn't make the save. So hey, who's to blame here, really? The refs or you and your team just not coming up when you needed to.
0: I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree for sure. And like, By the spirit of the rule, I I don't even care. I don't even want to dissect it anymore because I just want to say I hate that, like, this is what the sport is now. Anytime a goal goes in, we all have to go on Google and, like, reference the rule book. Like, it's just like, I you know what's going to happen? I'll say this. This, that goal is going to spawn... It, it will be the next Matt Duchesne offside thing where yep. now the I can guarantee you this. The NHL is going to do what the NFL did and every overtime goal is going to be reviewed before it's like, yep, it counts. So it's going to suck so much life and emotion. That's that's going to happen. Like I bet my life on that, that they are going to make all overtime goals booth reviewable from toronto i i can almost guarantee it like and and people thought oh when the matthew sheen thing happened oh it's all it's an egregious one-off it's not gonna get crazy uh hmm she got pretty crazy i mean roll the bush clip again fool me once i i don't think so <laughs> can't get fooled again
2: can't, can't can't get fooled again
0: can't do it
2: people
0: <laughs> like just, just a long take
2: like, it over the long pause the long long pause
1: <laughs> just show the clip where that dude tries to throw a shoe at him that's what that's
2: oh, what's yeah,
1: ne- never fucking forget
0: guys i i that was fucking, that shoe. was fucking legendary and that guy got like torched by secret service and oh, yeah.
1: you tried to fucking will a shoe at the president you're gonna get in hella trouble for that <laughs>
0: John Cooper crying gracious. about what happened yeah. when his team did the same thing to the Isles. I'm over it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Tampa got away with a pretty egregious I, one against uh, the Islanders. Yeah. I
2: have to imagine Bush probably laughed like ten minutes later after the whole shoe incident.
0: <laughs> you he's like, you have have fucking, to.
2: I, I I just got a fucking scatcher thrown at me. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Like, wasn't that like? Uh, wasn't that like? Uh, from from Austin Powers, like, come on, who throws a shoe? Honestly, honestly, oh, that, that
1: really hurt.
0: <laughs> uh, oh my, yeah, I don't know what a what a crazy sport. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, even even with the complaining of like officiating calls, non calls, this controversy, that controversy, the refs hate our team. No, they hate our team more. One thing you can never say about the NHL, you can never say it's not entertaining. And um, man, there is there is no sport that even kisses NHL playoff hockey. No, not even close. It, it's the That's most. What I love about
2: it. It's the most prestigious trophy in all of sports. It's the hardest trophy to win in all sports. Um, yeah, you, you can't beat the celebration either. Like nothing beats the celebration the passing from player to player, just, you know, you know, just how, that's the one thing that HL does right about with, with the playoffs is, you know, just everything surrounding the cup and the presentation, you know, how they embrace the buoy now of Gary Bettman. It's just like, and he just embraces it too. He's like, yep. I, I suck. I know you all hate me. The owners love me though. So stick it up your hoop.
0: <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. I yeah. will say it's the best trophy, like, presentation, too. Like, in baseball, the owner gets to touch the trophy for so Ew. And those owners are atrocious people, too. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be a fun road down the end, boys. I got to leave. I got a flight tomorrow to Vancouver. It's great to jump on with you guys, share some thoughts. What a wild game. And, boy, Tampa just won't go away. They're the team that never dies. Um, really? and we'll see if Colorado's got a bullet left in the chamber because, boy, they let one slip away tonight. Real
2: quick before we let you before you head off, uh, Con Smythe prediction. Uh, as of right now, from each team, who would you pick? Or McCarr, yeah, for sure. I would think that even if Tampa Bay comes back and wins us, that McCarr it'd be like that. Who was who, who it that won the con? It was a goalie won the Con Smythe. John
0: J S Shigar.
2: Yeah, Anaheim, um, he won the Conn Smythe even though they lost. This could be a situation with that with Makar. Like, that's how good he's been.
0: I agree. Um, to my knowledge, J.S. Jaguar and Ron Hextall are the only players to ever win the Conn Smythe for a losing team. Hexy won it, I want to say, in 87 or 88. Whatever year the Flyers lost to the Oilers, Hexy won the Conn Smythe. And his numbers were redonkulous that year. And then yeah, mm-hmm. JSH against the Devils. Yeah, even even if Colorado loses, I I think if Tampa wins, it will be Vasilevsky. But you could make a real strong case that Makar would still deserve it. He's a defenseman, he's got twenty nine points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that Vasilevsky and Makar. Makar, you don't
2: think Pilat or maybe Stamkos? They're in there.
0: I just it's it's John Wick. John Wick will win it. John
2: Wick. I lo- I love it. I love it.
1: Um, Steve. Um, well, I mean, for the Colorado side, the McCarr choice seems kind of obvious. I mean, ever since he uh, he got his one piece of hardware this summer, now I, it just kind of seems like the inevitable choice if they choose someone from Colorado. But uh, you know, in the absence of a Avasholepsky, which is obviously just the other no brainer. Um, If point does come back and just have just an incredible finish to this playoff run, I could see them kind of giving it to him as the honor, like as the guy who tips the scales in favor for the three P like that, that final ingredient where it's just like, this is why we're back to back champions. And now we are back to back to back. Mm -hmm. I could see it going to point just as like, a, this would not have happened. This might not have happened if you didn't come back when you did. If you but, could uh, get
0: betting odds on that, I wonder if that wouldn't be like a really good bet to lay. Because I right. wonder what the odds would be on. I that. I could
1: throw like, ten bucks on that. Why the fuck yeah. not? You'd
0: have you'd have to think that the odds on that because he's missed this time would be uh, like upwards of plus twenty five hundred or something like if you could find if you could find that at a sports book or something you might want to sprinkle some some <laughs> loose uh couch i'm, liter- I'm literally
1: i'm literally moving in a week so my extra money is like next to nil but if, shake some if, pillows brother if like if i can sneak 10 or 20 bucks away yeah sure why not let's uh i'm i'm, that could be a, could be I'm gonna go off.
2: i'm gonna go Macar, uh you know for colorado for you know i mean obviously or the cut. has just been on a uh, a different planet um completely different planet for, for 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 the playoffs this year it's uh you know for for me it's just a no-brainer there just like said steve and then um you know for for uh one second guys here yeah. uh <laughs> sorry something just I had to pop up um but you know for for me for tampa bay it's it's a tough it's a tough call for me um I would have to say for Tampa Bay, it might have to be, I don't know, maybe this guy.
1: <laughs> oh, he's got something cooked up here. Come on. Oh. Big reveal. <laughs> this guy. <laughs>
0: Um, taxing, probably, it's gonna be
1: like the Paul Rudd Conan bit. He's just gonna keep playing this fucking clip every Shame single time. He
0: shows up. <laughs> I've created a monster. Shame on you. <laughs> it fooled me. You can't get fooled again. <laughs> just There's one, more no just one more time. One more
1: time. In Tennessee, I know it's in Texas. Probably Tennessee. This says <laughs> fooled me once. Shame on. Me. Shame
2: on you. It fooled me. You can't get fooled again. <laughs> or, or, oh no! Man. Whoever,
1: whoever it was, Pat, Pat Maroon, the shoe thrower. Yeah, if anyone's, if anyone's throwing a shoe
0: at somebody in this series.
1: Pat Maroon's throwing a fucking water bottle at somebody's head. Whereas it, Pat
0: Maroon would be the guy too to throw a shoe, hey? Eh?
1: Like,
0: <laughs> and and look at George both, dodge that shoe.
1: Both <laughs> shoes, point blank. <laughs>
0: You know, you know that, like, man, Georgie Georgie might have been a decent dodgeball player in gym class. Like, he got out of the some, way of that you shoe. Facts,
1: it's a size 10. You know, he's kind of got that look that maybe. He goes, It's watch. a size. You guys hear that? Hold on. If you want the facts, it's a size tan shoe
2: that he <laughs> It's a size 10. He looked at the
1: size of the shoe. And he
0: Just an incredible quote. So, Give us one more time. Uh whoops whoops. It's <laughs> so unreal, man. It, it's cool. It, it's cool. Wild. I got this.
2: Absolutely, absolutely wild. But my serious my, my for my my serious prediction, it would be out for me. I think he scored a ton of uh big time goals for, for Tampa Bay, including nah. and uh, you know, you just had, you know. Yeah, an unsung hero for the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, up until this point. And with uh, possibly two more games to go, uh, we'll see if he can keep that up. But, guys, thanks for hopping on with me. Uh, you know, we're just after midnight here. Um, obviously, with these later games out on the West Coast, it's a little tougher to get in sometimes. But, of course, appreciate you guys hopping on. Uh, Ryan and Producer Steve. Um, remember, this is brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case in Western New York. Uh, get over to Georgetown Boulevard for any of your, uh, you know, adult beverage needs. Get over there and tell them two goalies when Mike sent you. Um, and, uh, you know, we will talk to you next time uh, for game six. Uh, will the Stanley Cup be raised in Tampa Bay by the Colorado Avalanche, or will we f- see a game seven uh, a few days later uh, in Colorado? Uh, with that being said, I'll hang up and listen.
0: On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon.